Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm Calista Bess from Los Angeles, California, and today we will be talking about Ford versus Ferrari, Harriet, Dora and the Lost City of Gold DVD, Little Wolf, Book of Badness, and Princess Emmy. Today, we will be talking with Celine about Ford versus Ferrari. How are you doing, Celine? Good. How are you? I'm good as well. To start off, can you tell me a little bit about this film and what, and what the story is? Well, Ford versus Ferrari is actually a true story, which happened... Back in 1966, in the 1960s, and it's very, it's very emotional film, and it really explains a lot, and it's hopefully award-winning, because it was really good, and the acting was superb, and it's about the making of the race cars, how Christian Bale, who portrays Ken Miles, and Matt Damon as Carol Shelby, they build an amazing race car to try to beat Ferrari. Hmm, interesting. Um, I'm not very much, like, a car person. Would you say you know a lot about cars? Not really, but you don't need to learn about cars. You don't need to know a lot about cars to be able to love this movie. Like, it's amazing. I would totally watch it again. Well, that's interesting to hear because... I definitely feel like films like these can definitely be sort of, like, stuck in a specific niche. Mm-hmm, for sure. You mentioned that this film takes place in the 60s. Does the setting... Is there anything really interesting about, like, the setting and, like, the way they sort of incorporate the fact that it's in the 60s? Yes, the clothing and the cars really tells you, like, it makes you feel like you're in the 1960s. Well, that's good to hear. I'm very much into old-timey aesthetics, so that that's interesting to me. Now, how was the acting in this film? Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, my God. Especially Christian Bale. He was, oh, my God, like, so amazing. Would you say he was your favorite actor in this film? Yes. But Matt Damon was, like, really good as well, who played Carol Shelby. He was, like... Oh, my God. Like, the acting, I can't even. But, like, every single cast member really brought life to this film. Hmm. So, how are the characters in this film? I know, technically, characters is a little bit... That's a little bit weird to say, considering that they're technically real people. But, you know what I mean. I felt like the characters were really good. And I also, like, the interaction, the relationship between each other was really good. And it felt like... They knew each other in real life, which they did, but, like, like they'd known each other for a very long time. And the politics and, and the Ford Motor Company and everything was amazing. You mentioned politics. Would you say this film is, like, technically political? No. It's about business politics, like, the car companies going against each other and... The race, which is the 24 hours of the Mons, and who gets to drive which car, and who doesn't, and... Mm, I see. Just the phrase politics intrigued me. 
So what would you say is your favorite scene in this film? That's a really tough one because I liked the whole movie. <laughs> it would probably have to be when Carol Shelby was trying to ma- allow the Ford Motor Company to have Ken Miles be the driver for Le Mans where they're trying to beat Enzo Ferrari. I see. But the other part is at the end. But it would be a spoiler, so I don't want to say it. Yeah, we're not we're not spoiling things here. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we are talking about 4V Ferrari, Harriet, Dora, and the Lost City of Gold DVD. And right now I'm talking with Celine about Ford V about Ford versus Ferrari. That's very weird to say. Um so when doing research on this film, it apparently Apparently, like, there's some ra- there's a lot of racing scenes in this film, and those are very heavily praised. Um, what would you say about the racing scenes in this film? That it was very, like, realistic. You felt like they were, you were there at the racing games. And inside the car, it would show, like, the scenes of the driver driving the car and racing versus the other opponent. And it would really show everything in detail of the car. And the way the strategies were, just everything. Well, that's good to hear. How was the music in this film? I'd say the music went along with the scenes very well. But I was so into watching all the acting that, like, the music, it just was in the background. And it didn't really stand out against the acting because, like, the acting was perfect. Oh, I feel you. I, I have, despite how much I really enjoy music, I have that problem happen to me a lot where I just don't pay attention to the music. <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, how was the cinematography in this film? Beautiful. It really caught the 90s and the 60s. Oh, my God. <laughs> And you really feel like you were there. It would really take you on an emotional journey. Well, that's good to hear. Um, so this film is technically a biopic. Um, how did, like, how was this film as a biopic? I really like learned about their lives and the family and and the progression of their careers. and went on and on. Hmm. So. Final question, what would you give this film in terms of star rating and age rating? Okay, well, the star rating is obvious. It's obviously a five out of five stars. And for the age rating, I recommend eight to 18, but adults will definitely enjoy it too. Interesting. Let's take a break. I'm Callista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Christmas with Mo Long. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. 
We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our kids' first film critics boot camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. For teens, by teens, and about teens, tune into the uncensored and unedited discussions with young adults on Express Yourself. Every Sunday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Smart, tenacious teen hosts and reporters from around the country speak up and speak out. Express yourself. Visit the website for the show to find out more at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. And check out the show on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Sunday. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Ford versus Ferrari, and next we'll be talking with Izzy and Natalia about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the DVD. How are you two doing? Wonderful. Fine. Thank you for asking. Of course. So, Izzy, can you tell us a little bit about the Dora, Lost City of Gold movie? Well, if you guys haven't watched Dora when you guys were younger... She's this girl who goes on adventures with her pet monk and tries to find stuff. But now they've made it into a live-action movie where it's almost the same. It's the same concept, but Dora has, has to go temporarily to a city while, their, while her parents are off on a big quest and adventure they can't take her um, along to. So she's trying to make her way into the city and trying to fit in while being herself when she 
gets taken away into the jungle and has to escape and get back home to her family. So, uh, Natalia, would you say that, like, did you watch Dora when you were younger? Yes, I was obsessed with Dora. My room was decked out with Dora from the bed covers to pictures to painted pink on the walls. I was a Dora super fan, and I have so many pictures of me, like, with Dora holding. I even have a Boots monkey, and I still have it on my bed right now. Oh, wow. What about you, Izzy? Were you as big of a Dora fan? I wouldn't say I was as big of a Dora fan, but I definitely watched it a lot, um... A few years ago, I was very interested in learning Spanish, and it just intrigued me, and it was very full of adventure, and I was learning Spanish while that was happening, so it was kind of exciting for me. Hmm, interesting. So, uh, Natalia, uh, what would you say about, like, this film as a... I want to say that this is, like, a reboot, but that's, like, I would use that term very lightly. What would you say about this, like, adaptation of the Dora character? Well, just like Izzy said, if you were younger and you watched Dora, it's basically a live-action film now. And I wouldn't say it's a reboot, but I would say it is a um, reincarnation of the film just making it more live action and more action packed and i thought it was wonderful i actually personally think that i like this more than the actual show the show does explore many adventures which i really do enjoy but i do like this because it's an exact film which she goes into the city which is one adventure that they haven't overcome yet so it's very exciting to see something new come out of dora and her boots her little monkey played by danny trejo i mean it's pretty awesome interesting um, what about you, Izzy? Like, what would you say about this take on the character? Dora was very like the cartoon Dora. She was very excitable and happy, and she was very outgoing, and she wasn't afraid to be herself. The ab- adaptation of the film was very, it wasn't very different, but it was something very, it was not different, but it was different at the same time. They did different stuff and it was kind of i liked how the movie could make fun of itself it was that was a very good element to it it was funny and everybody was a really good actor and i just really liked it yeah because i remember hearing a lot about this film i didn't i didn't go see it but like this was such like a strange film because i remember like seeing the trailer and everyone was just kind of like why is it why is it like this why is it so action-packed it's it's interesting hearing about what the film ended up actually being you're listening to kids first coming attractions today we are talking about ford versus ferrari Harriet's little wolf's book of badness and right now i am talking to izzy and natalia about the dora and the lost city of gold dvd so now that we've established sort of like where we stand in terms of our connection to the dora character and our thoughts of the movie have either of you guys uh checked out the dvd yet well not yet but i only watched the movie agreed i have not seen the dvd yet but i was able to see the movie um i believe one of you guys saw the film uh at a premiere which one was it yes that was me so uh what was that natalia 
it was amazing. I got to interview some amazing people, and it was very much special because it was for Patty, who's one of the helpers at the YMCA and your nearby helping center for children. So it was really dedicated to her and how the work she's put in. We went to Studio Movie Grill, a sit-in eating grill. Food was awesome, so I got to enjoy that as well as a beautiful movie. I mean, it was amazing. I got to meet Eva Longoria, Isabella Moner, and Eva Longoria plays Elena, the mom of Dora, and Boots by Danny Trejo. It was awesome. I mean, so many great, amazing actors and actresses there. That's fun to hear. And also, Studio Movie Grub. I like it. I... Honestly, I, I could gush a lot about Studio Movie Girl, but we're talking about Dora, so unfortunately I can't go on that tangent. But if I don't know if Studio Movie Girl is just a California thing, but... um, So, uh, I think the fact that this is a... This, the fact that this is a live-action film is very interesting to me. I have... I've stated my opinions on live-action reboot on this radio show before. Um, do you, do, Izzy, how do you think this film sort of like, in terms of having this film go from a animated property to a live action movie, how do you feel about the, uh, uh, transition? It was very smooth, and the movie and the TV show are very much alike. The characters are quite alike, but the adventure, the, the, storyline was very different it was it was new and it was good and i enjoyed it and the transition from an animated cartoon to this live action movie was very smooth and good and it was it was i didn't see any problems hmm interesting uh natalia how do you how did you feel about this jump to live action I thought it was amazing, as I said before. I mean, it's about a teenage explorer who leads her friends on an adventure to save her parents. And there's so many different elements added on to a specific adventure. I mean, this adventure has been accomplished by Dora in the regular TV show, The Dora Explorer. But it's just more elements added on, like particularly one scene where she's coming out of a plane and she's being she's being like, hidden in a box and somebody comes in i'm not going to say which character and they just surprise her and she doesn't believe him at first but then she just jumps along with him and tries to take on the adventure but it takes her down a deep hole towards the end of the film and that wasn't in the original tv show but it does add on some spice and tension into the scene it brings viewers to know what's going to happen next yeah it is interesting having this film be like this massive action-packed adventure because that's just so like strange to say about like Adora the Explorer film but like it's not inherently a bad idea I would say I'm interested it's interesting to know like sort of like how this film ended up turning out because it's very strange to me Natalia, what would you say is your star rating for this film? I give this film a 5 out of 5 stars because I have to say um, it shares an important message about always being yourself. And Dora proves this as she enters high school for the first time after being homeschooled her whole life. And she expresses her own personality and doesn't change for anybody. And I think that's such an important 
important message now in our society you get judged everywhere you look around and it's kind of like it's kind of sad so you kind of have to learn to be yourself and be confident which is a hard thing to be so i think it's so important that dora teaches a message through also sharing some funny moments and making the audience laugh nice uh let's take a break i'm the best from Los Angeles, California, and you're, li- you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Christmas in Mulong. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Ford versus Ferrari, and and next we will be talking with Catherine and Sanaya Rain about Harriet. How are you two doing? Good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Of course. So, Catherine. Can you fill us in on what this film is about? Well, if you haven't heard the story of Harriet Tubman, um, it's about the life of Harriet Tubman, who is an abolitionist and a political activist. She was born into slavery with her whole family, too. Um, One day she decides that she's, like, had enough of slavery, and she wants to be free with her husband, and they want to start a family. Her husband is already free, but she wants to be free with him. Sadly, she can't, so she has to escape. And then she escapes, but she can't do it with her husband. She has to leave her husband behind. And so she leaves to Pennsylvania, and then she, later on, she becomes a conductor of the Underground Railroad. Hmm. So this is definitely a film for historical buffs, seeing as this is a pretty notable person in history. So, Sanaya Rain, how was the acting in this film? It was actually very good because when I was watching it, it made me feel like it was actually Harriet Tubman 
in this movie. Like, the one the actor, she did a very good job of pertaining her feelings and just getting everything in one, like, movie. It was really good. So were the other characters, but I feel like the main character really did a good job on acting just like Harry. Well, that's very, that's very good. It's, especially with a film like this, I think, I think you definitely need really strong, uh, acting. And speaking of which, uh, Catherine, who would you say is your favorite actor in the film? Oh gosh, there were a lot of people in this movie. Um, I'll just list like three of my favorite. Um, Leslie Odom Jr., Janelle Monet and Cynthia Everett, who played Harriet, because she was so believable. Well, that's good to hear, of course. Um, of course, supporting cast is important, too. But I feel like if any, like, actor is going to be amazing, I feel like the main actor is the most important one. Um, so, Sanaya Rain, um... I use this word lightly, but how do you feel about the characters, or rather historical figures, uh, in this film, and how were they portrayed? I feel that the characters are, well, they have many different traits, so it's kind of hard to think about all the characters in one. But what I can say is that from what they all, like, went through and what they all did, I feel like if I were to pick one trait for all of them, it would be successful, because they're, even though successful and brave but even though like there were slaves there and there were masters for the slaves the masters did realize at a point in the movie that like this is wrong what they're doing like and it wasn't right and then the slaves they already knew on that it wasn't right but i feel like everybody as one really took the movie like very seriously in which you should because it's a really serious topic oh definitely um you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Ford versus Ferrari class. And right now, I'm talking to Catherine and Sanaya Rain about Harriet. So, you were mentioning how this is a film about a incredibly important and very serious topic. And I wanna, I wanna talk about that. Um, because this film is about something as dark as slavery, um, Catherine, how would you how would you say this film handles this very touchy subject? Well, they were very good about it. It was a bit gory in some scenes. I mean, you see a lot of injuries, blood, dead people. Um, but I think they handled it very well. They didn't have too many gory images, but you know, they're getting across slavery is horrible. Which I think in general is just kind of an objective good message to get across. <laughs> um, because this film is technically a biopic about uh, Harriet Tubman, Sanaya Rain, how, how would you, what, would, what do you think about this film as a biopic about, as a film uh, about Harriet Tubman and her legacy. I think that it's amazing. Like, no, there were not any, like, I feel like them doing this movie really shows that it's important to think about history because what she did and what she went through going 100 miles and back every single time just to 
they want a couple of slaves is a really big job. So her legacy, them putting it into a movie, means a lot. Because there are a lot of people whose family members could have been slaves. And now that there's a movie about it, other people can understand what certain people went through. Oh, definitely. Um, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if there's actually been a movie on Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad before this film. Um, I, because, like, if not, if this is the first film about Harriet Tubman, I'm going to be genuinely surprised because I feel like this is such, like, a, like, this feels very much like a topic that a lot of people who are into biopics would definitely, like... Like, I, this feels like just, like, a perfect, like, historical figure and historical, like... I don't really know how to describe, the, like, this, but, like, you know what I mean. Like, this feels, like, very perfect for, like, a biopic. So, I think... Um, I feel like it's about time that she had her own movie. She definitely deserved it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm um, also surprised that they haven't made a movie about it. Yeah, like, I remember I saw one of the trailers for this film, and I, like, when I realized it was about Harriet Tubman, I was thinking to myself, like, is this the first, like, biopic on her in the Underground Railroad? Because I just kind of felt like a, like, like a perfect mix, honestly. Um... But, of course, uh, you know, the topic of a biopic is one film. How the film is presented is another thing. So, Catherine, what would you say on the cinematography in this film? Oh, it was wonderful. Honestly, it was... I don't have much to say about it. It was... Other than it was just amazing. Well, of course, that's good to hear. You know, because I'm not... I've never really been uh, one for biopics, so I think it is important to sort of uh, go into the more technical aspects of it. Um, Sanaya Rain, do you have any comments on the music in this film? Um, well, the, actually, yes, I do. Um, I was actually watching the movie with my aunt, and... Um, we were actually talking about the backstory of the songs, and she was saying how she knew them, and it was actually really funny to me. Um, I'm glad that they played songs that are, like, familiar to, like, people of old age, because um, it's actually really nice to bring back history that was maybe from a couple years ago or even 10. Like, it's still good to bring up things from the past that could be really important for the future. Oh, wow, that's actually really interesting. I mean, I guess because this film is about a historical event, it does make sense to use older music, because they yeah. literally, like, like, that does make a lot of sense, like, when you really think about it. That's interesting, though. It is. Yeah. And, Catherine, to close this out, what would you say is the star rating and age rating? Five out of five stars. It was just a wonderful movie, and I would say... 10 to 18, as well as adults. I feel like this is definitely a film older people would enjoy. Let's take a break. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Christmas with Molong. 
Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. To become a Kids First Film Critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey welcome back i'm felista from los angeles california and you're listening to kids first coming attractions we've been talking about ford versus ferrari harriet dora and the lost city of gold and next little wolf book of badness and princess emmy next we will be talking with bella about Little Wolf, Book of Badness. How are you doing, Bella? I'm doing great. Thank you. All right. So what exactly is the plot of Little Wolf, Book of Badness? The plot is a little wolf, which is played by Alexander Pownall. So sorry if I said that wrong. Who's very friendly and clever. But since he's so friendly and kind, his parents worry he's not up to his full potential. So they send him to a cunning college in Fretton Forest to learn the nine rules of badness from his uncle, Big Bad, which is played by Michael Gambon. All right. So is this like a movie or a TV show? It's a pretty short movie. It's animated and I just love the animation and the music. Oh, wow. Tell us about the music, then. 
the music is so realistic because when the scene is emotional, the music is emotional. And when the scene is dramatic, the music is dramatic. And I just love that part of the movie. Well, it's nice to hear this film has a good score. Looking up stuff about this, it seems that there there's like a book. So like, is this adapted from a novel? Uh, yes, this is based on the book by Ian Wybrow. So sorry if I uh, mispronounced that. Have you read the original book? No, I haven't. I just watched the movie. Ah, uh, I see. What do you think about the acting in this film? The acting was really good. It really went along with the animation. And it was just amazing. I loved it so much. That's good to hear. Who would you say is your favorite voice actor in this film? My favorite voice actor has to be Alexander Pownall, who plays Little Wolf, because he very much like acts it out a lot. So when Little Wolf gets mad at Uncle Big Bad for something he does wrong, he just really acts it out and makes it seem so realistic. Well, that's nice to hear. What What do you think about the overall like characters in the film? Characters, they are very, very nice. They have really good voice acting abilities. And it just makes everything seem so realistic. What would you say is the moral of this film? The moral of this is to believe in yourself, to do what you believe in and be true to yourself. Ah, that's nice to hear. So, uh, what would you say in terms of the star rating and age rating of this film? I give this DVD 5 out of 5 stars and recommend this to ages 5 to 10. Well, that's good to hear. Thank you so much for joining us. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we are talking about Ford vs. Ferrari, Harriet, the Dora and the Lost City of Gold DVD, and we just got finished talking with Bella about Little Wolf's Book of Badness. Right now, we will be talking with Sanaya Rain about Princess Emmy. So, just to start off, can you tell me a little bit about what this film is about? Well, this film is really mostly about this princess and she has these really special this really special gift and it's to be able to talk to horses and her being able to talk to horses she has to keep a secret of course and her keeping a secret was kind of hard because she loved her horses so because of that it was a difficult thing for her to do especially from her cousin because her and her cousin didn't really get along as well but like throughout the movie you see that Emmy just really wanted her cousin to not be upset, but she also wanted to be able to use her gifts and take advantage of it, but not in a bad way. So this film is uh, animated, correct? Yes. So how is the animation from what I've seen it looks 2D, which I'm interested in? Well, the animation is actually very basic and simple. There are certain parts where it looks like someone is drawing on the screen, but that's only because it's bringing back times from the past. And actually, it's really cool to see. It's kind of like an effect it's showing throughout the movie. Hmm. I very much, like, CG animated films are fine, but I very, very much miss 
classic 2D animated films, so whenever I see being made nowadays, I immediately get very excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of miss that style. So how was the acting in this film? The acting, I feel like the people who were these characters, they, the directors did pick very good people because their voices matched very like well. For example, for Princess Emmy, her voice sounded just like uh, Emmy, uh, a Princess Emmy would. Like, I don't know if you understand. Like, you know how in movies, there's a character, and that character's voice seems like it matches that character perfectly? Hmm, that's good to hear. I feel like, in terms of voice acting, a lot of, like, a lot of casting nowadays specifically goes for notoriety in terms of like who's being cast and less so like their actual voice talent so i think it is important yeah. that yeah well like you notice a lot of like animated films have like all these big name celebrities for no particular reason other than to have those celebrities there so i think it is important to have like a film where you can really tell the actor that the casting director really put effort into who was cast yeah. how were the characters in this film Emmy was more of a not really shy but like tough shy person and then her cousin and her friends and her family everybody else was more out there and like seemed like they knew everything already and what would you say in terms of this film's star rating and age rating um I would rate this like for myself two out of five stars because but it still is a really good movie, and I would recommend this for ages probably two to seven, because Emmy also teaches you lessons in this film that younger kids should realize. All right. Well, thank you for talking to me. You're welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, movies, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First film critic team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press for Kids, KidsWorlds.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Christmas with Malong. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye! again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.